Do you ever feel like the devil doesn't take you seriously when you pray against his attacks? We pray that scripture in Isaiah 54, 17 all the time that says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And yet we constantly feel battered and bruised and barely left standing half the time. I encourage you to join me as we discuss what it actually means to have spiritual authority and how to begin walking in it effectively. Let's jump in. Hey mamas, you're listening to Growing God's Gifts with Kira St. Pierre, where I will encourage you, speak life over you, and give you valuable tools to help you nurture and grow the beautiful gifts God has given you. Growth begins with the tiniest of seeds. So come on, girl, let's embrace the power of growth and start planting those seeds together. Hey, y'all. This is kind of an unexpected episode, but this is something that happened this morning that I really wanted to share with y'all because I just think it is so powerful to change our perspective and to change our mentality on the way we think and approach this particular topic. So this morning, or I say last night, I was having this dream and when I woke up from it, I was extremely puzzled. So in the dream, I was at my property, which was this like farmland place. And I had like this big old farmhouse which of course I don't live in any of that, but in, in the dream, that's where I lived was this farmhouse, like out in the middle of nowhere. It's got one of those big old gigantic front porches and, um, me and a friend of mine were unloading like supplies and, and whatnot, uh, from our truck into the house. And as we're outside unloading, this car pulls up out of nowhere. And this guy gets out of this car and immediately something feels off to me. Like this guy just doesn't seem on the up and up. I'm like, something just feels weird. Um, and so he starts giving this weird excuse like, oh, I've misplaced my keys. And oh, well, while I'm here, let me go ahead and tell you about, I, I have no idea what this guy was ever actually there for because I was so busy initially telling him to leave my property that he was trespassing. He needed to get in his car and turn around and leave. I just remember feeling so strongly about the fact that he should not be there and kept telling him to leave. Well, he of course ignores me and continues to try and talk to me. And I have no idea. Like I said, I have no idea what he's saying because I don't ever give him a chance. I keep telling him to leave. He doesn't seem to be getting the message. So I ask him if I need to go inside and get my gun because apparently he's not taking me seriously. Well, he still doesn't, he still doesn't respond, still ignores what I'm saying. And he just, I mean, he's not like full force coming at me or anything like that, but he just kind of keeps talking and just kind of keeps moseying closer and closer to my, to my home and to my porch. And so I go inside, I grab my gun and I come back outside onto the porch and I point my gun at him. Now, okay, mind you, my gun still has its holster on it. I didn't take it off or anything like that. Um, because I, I didn't want to have to do anything with it. I was just like, well, I mean, maybe if he knows and realizes that I have a gun, that'll be enough for him to just get the message and leave. 
well, that still didn't work. He's by this point, he's at like the, the stairs of my, my porch, like trying to come up on my porch. And so obviously again, he's not getting it. So I unholster my gun. I turn off the safety and I even like uh, chamber a round in the gun. And I'm like, dude, you need to get this because, <laughs> because I mean business. You need to get out of my, off my porch, out of, off my property and leave. And he still is not taking me seriously. So I fire around. Now, granted, I missed him. I didn't, uh, it was a warning shot, you know, and he doesn't even, he doesn't even flinch. Like he doesn't even look around like, Oh no, what just happened? No, he just keeps coming. And by that point I realize he's, he's just not getting this. So I shoot him and he doesn't even flinch. And the only reason I know that I hit him this time is because this little round pool of blood starts to show up on his uh, left arm. And that's the only reason I know I shot him or hit him this time. And he just kind of looks at me like in incredulously, like, are you serious? Like, did you really just shoot me? And I'm going, oh my gosh. And so I'm starting to like, this guy's not getting it. And so I just start letting loose and I'm just shot after shot and I'm hitting him. I'm hitting him. And finally, finally, he's just like, whatever. And so he, he just turns around and gets back in his car and leaves. I, I mean, in this dream, I've shot this guy like so many times and I'm like, how is this guy even still standing or moving towards me? And how is he acting so nonchalantly about all of this? And so anyways, that's where I woke up is where he, he gets back in his car and he leaves. I'm sitting here going, what in the world was that? Because that was the strangest dream ever. And part of the reason this dream had me like so puzzled was because it hit a nerve with me because I've always had this, this fear that now for those of you watching, I do have my concealed carry. So please don't misunderstand. I do have a license to carry a gun, but I've never, ever, ever had to, to reveal that to anybody or <laughs> anything like that. But, um, I've always had this fear that if I ever had to use my weapon in a sense of where I was being like attacked or my family were being attacked, um, and I had to use my weapon, I always had a, this fear that it wouldn't work that I wouldn't like, it would get stuck or jammed or, or wouldn't fire. Or if it did fire, it'd be like this puny little, like pew pew, like, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have any power behind it or it wouldn't, it wouldn't hit its mark or wouldn't essentially do the job. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't scare them off. And so I, I mean, I obviously understand that that is an unrealistic fear because weapons are extremely serious and, and not to be played around with and not to be nonchalantly um, messed with and things like that. That's why this dream bothered me so much because that was always a fear that I had that, that my weapon would not do what I'm needing it to do. And I would feel powerless. Well, so of course I couldn't go back to sleep after this dream. So I just began asking God, like, God, what does that mean? Like, is this, is this just a weird dream that I eat something funny the night before? Or is this you trying to speak to me? And I just sensed him telling me, this is how much spiritual authority you think you have against the enemy. I want to say that again, because I want y'all to get this, this dream that I just had where my authority, my, my power, my, my weapon 
seemed to have no power. He said, this is how much spiritual authority you think you have against the enemy. He says, believe me for more. And then throughout the morning, he continued to speak to me about this and just kept putting more, more revelations on my heart about it. I need you in full awareness of and confidence in your spiritual authority through me. I have given you all the weapons and ammunition you could possibly need to face the enemy. You are not powerless to fight or protect what's yours. You need to unholster your weapon, turn off the safety, and chamber a bullet. God's word says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's in Isaiah 54, 17. But that doesn't mean you don't have to stand up and fight. Praying a hedge of protection around your family and shielding yourself with prayer is a good thing and should be done on a regular basis. But he told me, he said, I called you to wear the whole armor of God. That includes wielding a weapon and using it to fight the enemy. You don't have to wait for the enemy to begin his attack on you in order to fight back. My friend Melissa Castillo, who I highly recommend you go and follow on Facebook, she put it this way. She said, when you are on the defense, you are trying to stop the advancement. But when you go on the offense, you are the one advancing. You are the advancement. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Your mouth is a weapon that can be used against evil. I feel like the Lord is telling us to unholster our mouths, turn off the safety mode, and chamber a word of truth. It's time we start advancing on the enemy instead of allowing him to come so close to home, y'all. It's time to start praying against the demonic forces in our home, in our schools, in our cities, in our states, in our countries. Now, please don't misunderstand me. This is not an invitation to go and open our mouths to our truths. This is not an invitation to go in and say whatever we want, blast whatever we want because we're Christians and because we should be able to say whatever we want. No, this is not an open door to do whatever we want. The power of life and death are still in the tongue, just as it is with any other weapon. Which means we have to take that role of wielding our weapons seriously and with care, but not with fear. We must meditate on the word of God daily so it's in our hearts. It is from that truth that we fire our weapons. We have stayed silent for far too long. It is time for us to stop taking a defensive posture against the advances of the enemy. It's time we start putting on the full armor of God and advance the kingdom of heaven on the earth. Advance, charge, take back the ground that has been stolen from us. Take back our schools, take back our children, take back our spiritual authority, take back our government. Stand and fight. I know that the sword you yield will not miss its mark. I just want to challenge y'all today to, to stop 
walking in fear to stop walking in a defensive posture when it comes to our spiritual authority. We need to start walking in the truth of God's word and know that we are powerful, that we have dominion on this earth because Jesus took it back when he died on that cross. Every step we take claims that ground for him and for his glory. When you take steps, I don't care where you go, whether it's to your job, whether it's taking your kids to school, dropping them off in the grocery store, wherever. When you are in the word of God, when you are in relationship with God, when you became a child of God, everywhere your foot touches is taking back ground for the kingdom of God. But that is only going to happen if you are conscious of that and intentionally taking that ground. And how do we do that? Everywhere we go, we use our weapon, our tongue, to speak life. We speak life into every situation, into every place we go. We speak the word of truth from his word. And the enemy cannot stand against that. He may form weapons and he may come after you, but they will not stand against you when you are standing on the word of truth and fighting. I hope that I conveyed <laughs> the message effectively because I think this is so very important, especially even for me, y'all, because I, I take for granted how much authority he's given me and how much, how much power he's given me. And I think this dream and this, this word that he put on my heart was meant to encourage you, to strengthen you, to, to build your faith, to, to build that confidence in the things that he has instilled in us. I hope y'all have a wonderfully blessed day and I look forward to talking with y'all again next time. Thank y'all so much for tuning into today's show. I love getting to hang out with y'all. When you have a second, please go tap that subscribe button on Spotify if you haven't already so you don't miss the next episode. If you would like to stay connected, come follow me on my Facebook page at Growing God's Gifts. I would love to hear from you and get to know you a little better. If you are interested in supporting me, you can make donations through Spotify or through buymeacoffee.com forward slash grow God's gifts. Or of course, sharing, rating, and reviewing me on social media is always greatly appreciated. I will post the relevant links in the show notes for you. Please join me again next week as we continue growing God's gifts together.